0: This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 212, Four Kraken Collocations for IELTS Writing and IELTS Speaking.
1: Today, get four co-locations that will instantly increase your score on the writing and speaking tests.
0: Hey there, Jessica. What's happening? How you doing? Hey, Lindsay. I'm good. I'm excellent. I am uh, looking forward to going for a run today with my dog, so that should be cool. You dog (laughs) with my dog. (laughs) I'm actually in better shape than him right now. He needs he needs to work out a little bit more. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh poor thing well I'm sure he'll get in shape after living with you for a couple months I know <laughs> yeah seriously I make him run up the mountain like every day
0: it's gonna be awesome <laughs> he doesn't know what's coming I know <laughs> <laughs> well he's so huge he's um I don't I, th- I probably said this last week but he's great dane black lab and boxer so that great oh, dane boxer too part, yeah that great dane part means he is enormous and that dude wow. needs to run so yeah. give <laughs> him shape <laughs> exactly are I you like do that. you get to go running or is it too cold
1: oh i went running this morning actually yeah oh, nice. no i needed to i've been doing a lot of bikram yoga these days though because oh. it's so cold out and it's kind of nice to be in a hot room yeah and just it just feels great on the body the building the flexibility it's awesome so but yeah.
0: does that make you feel even colder when you go outside like after having been so hot
1: No, not immediately after because there's a yoga high that happens. You know, that yoga high where you just feel like you're walking on clouds. You feel so good and you could walk through the Arctic.
0: You know, that's – I've never experienced that. I am not a yoga person. I cannot get into it. I've tried to get into it and it's just – it's not for me. I need to – I need to run. I need to like just – sprint and jump over stuff i don't know (laughs) that's valid that's valid (laughs) all right right. um so today we are answering a question from a listener about collocations um good question i mean that they're able to ask that they know what collocations are means i mean that's a good sign what Uh what are collocations Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we
1: put two words together and we don't really – it doesn't necessarily – I mean, it, they just come together nicely, right? It's part of natural – the natural English language. And mm-hmm. these are something we should definitely try to use as much as possible on the writing exam. Right, Jessica?
0: Exactly. So in order to hit that seven or higher for vocab, um using these collocation phrases that we're giving you today is a great mm-hmm. way to do that, mainly because – they're often used wrong. Like the thing about collocations is yeah. like, we can't explain to you why these words go together, right? And why yeah, other there's, words there's no with reason. the same meaning are not correct. That's why it's right. a collocation. So like, for example, so yeah. the first, um, the first phrase is safely assume. Like, why can't we, say it another way why can't we say like a safe safe assumption safely assumption no safety assume or uh, <laughs> um like right. health or, or like healthily assume, assume securely easily assume,
1: assume. what we, well, we can yeah. say easily assume right i can easily assume but safely assume feels more natural that's the thing yeah then, again that's why it's a co-location right exactly because You could technically, yeah, you could say, you could easily say easily assume, right? Technically, but we go with safely assume because we hear it all the time.
0: Yeah. And synonyms for safely do not work here. I mean, securely right? Mm-hmm. Securely assume. Like you can't, nobody would say that ever. Nobody would say that. No. So you have to, you have to know which words go together. And again, the test is not the time to take risks. That's why you need a list like we're giving you today. So guys, you should be writing this stuff down as we tell you. Um, But you need yeah. like a short list like this. Memorize these, just these phrases. You only need to write two essays. Right. And only one of them Mm -hmm. is where you're going to use these phrases. So you only need to you only need like a short list to be able to use on the exam to use well. So memorize these words together, these pairs, and then you could use them on exam day and really show the examiner that you know how to collocate words like a native speaker.
1: Yeah, it's much better to have a, a short list of four powerful collocations than to ha- and to understand how to use them in a bunch of situations than to have 16 words that you've just memorized the words, the collocations, and you don't even know how to use them, right? I think mm-hmm. a lot of students get a, a false sense of security in having a lot of words, but there's no security in that if we don't know how to use them.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've seen students with enormous vocabulary lists and <laughs> oh, they just yeah. stare at these things every day and I'm just like, "What is the point?" Looking yeah. at a list of words does not make you know how to use them at all. Like at all. You you can't you yeah. can't use it just because you saw a single word together. That's not that's not yeah. valid. That's not language. Words are to express ideas in a complete thought in a complete sentence, not just by itself. I mean, if I'm just walking around going, safely assume, safely assume, safely assume, like that, I'm not saying anything. It doesn't make sense. So you need it in a sentence. So can you think of a good example sentence for that? Hmm. We could say something like,
1: you know, because the cost of living in Boston is high, we can safely assume that we'll be spending more than a thousand dollars a month on rent
0: yeah. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> totally. Totally. Oh, yeah. geez. That's true about Portland also. It's getting so expensive. It's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's a really good example. And guys, all of these phrases you can use on, I would say like any, um, IELTS question. Seriously, because they're, they're very general yeah. Yeah. and they're all academic and you could apply them to whatever you're writing about. Okay. Okay. So safely and assume. And that just means like you, we know we, we are sure about this guess, right? Um, yeah. and, okay. And then the next. Also, I was, yeah. Yeah. I was
1: going to say that's the reason why we don't need a list of 16 collocations. Mm-hmm. That's why these should be dynamic, right? We can apply them in a bunch of different questions. So yeah. we want to do that. Yeah. Good. Exactly.
0: Okay. Exactly. And guys, after listening to our examples, writing these phrases down, writing down our examples, you need to write your own examples also. Mm. So remember that.
1: If you have a life vision that you want to accomplish and the IELTS exam is standing in your way, choose the most direct, easiest way to accomplish your life vision. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S to get into our course now. allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S.
0: Okay, so the next one is achieve objective, to achieve an objective. So we could also say to reach a goal or to hit a target. But notice, Mm -hmm. these are all collocations and you cannot mix Mm -hmm. them up. So we Mm -hmm. can't say like hit an objective, for example. Or get a target, you can't say that. Right, Right. exactly, exactly. Yeah, so again, these that's why they're collocations. We can't tell you why you can't say hit an objective, but (laughs) we can tell you that you can't (laughs) say that because we don't, (laughs) nobody talks like that. So the collocation here is achieve an objective. So for example, um, if you're talking, if it's like a problem solution question, right? You mm-hmm. could, um, the topic sentence for the solutions paragraph could be, there are several ways to achieve these objectives, or there are two specific ways we can achieve the objective of, um, getting our kids in shape again or something like that. So I like that. Very nice. Yeah. This is, this would be good for solutions, but also, um, introduction and conclusion paragraphs. You could fit that in. So yeah, very useful. Do you want to do okay. the next one? Yeah, for sure. So the next one, guys, is
1: to become widespread, right? Mm-hmm. When we talk about something becomes common, right? Something we start to see it more and more. So hmm. Yeah. I was thinking. So some trends, right? We talk about trends like, You know, questions about our city, right? Some things like biking or bikers are becoming, or just the, the act of biking to work is becoming more widespread. We're seeing it more often. Exactly. So
0: okay. yeah, that's a good point. Actually, these, these four phrases you can use in speaking part three as well. So yeah. very useful. Um, cause remember guys, speaking part three and writing task two, same language, same topic, same questions. You know, mm-hmm. you can interchange these things. So this, for example, is a collocation because we cannot say like grow rights, grow widespread or gotten, or widespread. gotten widespread. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. No, so become widespread it means, yeah, this trend, this trend has grown. We can say grow with trend, but we can't use it with widespread. <laughs> so exactly when you're talking about your hometown, yeah. when you're talking about, um, any trends that are happening in society at large. Um, like Lindsay said, the bicycle commuting has become widespread in my area. Um, eating. Yeah at taco trucks has become widespread no that's
1: Uh, (laughs) maybe in austin texas right (laughs) yeah Yeah, although portland is famous for food trucks too (laughs)
0: totally yeah they're everywhere and super yummy but expensive which is silly i'm not gonna pay the same price as at a food truck as i would in a restaurant like there's no table anyway Mm, um so become widespread (laughs) food trucks have become widespread in portland that's true oh yeah okay Um and the next one this would be a useful phrase for the introduction of your essay, in-depth analysis. Mm. Um, you could also Ooh. use this when you're talking about – when you're presenting fake research. <laughs> Guys, uh, I know we've talked about this on the podcast before and we – something we do practice in our course. So I think if you type in like writing task two or even just research, you could probably find something on our site already. Um, yeah. About how to fit that into your task two essays. So in-depth analysis. It just means like really detailed research. Right? Mm, or like look that. at, look at something very closely and very carefully. So the reason why it's a collocation, because we cannot say like dramatic analysis. Like that would be something that a student <laughs> would write. I feel like I would see that, but we can't say that in-depth analysis is, is, um, is the collocation. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I like that. I like that.
1: So just yeah, just really learning these as chunks, right? In themselves, exactly. and practicing them, writing them,
0: you know, using them even in your journal when you're journaling if yeah, you can. I totally.
1: like that idea. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, the more you use it, the better you're going to remember it. If you just write it down today and then never look at it again, you're not going to remember it. You're not going to suddenly reproduce it on the IELTS exam. No, you need to like Lindsay said, review practice these again and again. That's the only way you're going to remember them. So a couple days ago, we talked about increasing your writing fluency by journaling. That would be great if you have, you know, a short list in the front of your journal of vocabulary phrases that you want to remember. Not vocabulary words, vocabulary phrases. Get this collocation yeah. idea in there. Um, and then try to use one every night. You know, you don't have to use them all, but just one a night, and just keep going through the list that that way. You know, I like
1: that idea. I like that idea. Resist the temptation to try to get lists, huge lists that you can't manage, and that words that you don't know. Right? Mm-hmm. Keep it short and sweet shorter lists and understanding the words on a deeper level. That's what we want to go for.
0: Exactly, exactly. And you know, once you feel like you are you're good with these words, like it won't take that long. There are only four phrases, you know, a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Use use one a day for a couple weeks and then get a new list. That's how you build your vocabulary, yeah. right? Like one Ooh, short list goodness. at a time.
1: <laughs> I like that. I like that. Awesome. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> good. So this is a really good way to increase our speaking, our, vo- the vocabulary piece of our speaking score, right, mm-hmm. Jessica? And the writing score as well. W- are there any other areas that our scores could increase if we were to use these I- in writing or speaking?
0: Um, well. Not Mostly in writing task vocabulary. one, but I guess right. speaking part two, you might be able to fit something in. Um But learning collocations will also help you on the listening exam as well. Because mm. what if, you know, you heard one word and then you didn't quite catch the next word, but you know the collocation. So you heard in depth Ooh, and then neat. you just heard like an – right? But you didn't catch the rest of that. You know from your own knowledge of collocations that it was probably in-depth analysis. So I think it would really increase your listening comprehension as well just to get used to how words sound together, what we usually say together, you know?
1: I love that. That's a really good point, actually. And that'll give us the confidence that we need on the listening test. Yeah. We need to have that confidence in our mind to succeed. We really need to know that we can handle it and this would help us feel that way.
0: Exactly. Totally. For sure. So, I mean, vocabulary is going to help you all over the place, you guys. Reading Mm -hmm. comprehension, you know, the more academic phrases like this, the more formal phrases, I should say, not just academic, but formal phrases, you're going to start understanding the newspaper more. Right. Because all of these would be in a newspaper article, you know, an in-depth analysis of the current political situation or whatever. Like I would see that in the newspaper for sure. So, yeah, these phrases, guys, are going to help you in all sorts of ways, but really push you to that next level of English because they're – these are the more complicated phrases. They're not your first year of English textbook type stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, this has been good. We haven't talked about this yet. You know, we haven't done an episode until today on co-location. So this yeah. is really useful, Jessica. I'm glad we talked about this today.
0: We'll have to do another one to, to <laughs> yeah. create, create another short list for our students. We will write <laughs> a list of
1: <laughs>
0: episodes on co-location lists. So I love it. <laughs> a list of lists.
1: <laughs> All right. Very cool, guys. If you want to check out our course, come on over to allearsenglish.com forward slash k e y and we'll see you there.
0: Awesome. Very cool. Have a good day, Lindsay.
1: See you soon. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again, and see you soon. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide.